Can you have alcohol while eating ketogenic? Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Live podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Welcome to podcast number nine of Our Ketogenic Life. We are here to answer a question that we get asked quite often, and that is, how does alcohol affect the ketogenic lifestyle? Or can you have alcohol while eating ketogenic? Yeah. So how, and you know, the one thing that we want to say up front is we don't drink. And so this is not something that we have experience with. But uh, I've read a lot of articles since I've been asked a lot about this in the past. So this is some of the information that I've come across and hopefully it will help inform you uh, to make a decision that is best for you. We're going to go over six points. And um, once we uh, get through these, hopefully uh, you can make the best choice that you can uh, for yourself. But before we get started, well, like anything else that we talk about, what we want to Uh, do for us and one of the things we want to bring out for you guys is we want you to think about you know what are your goals in your life Um, not just with alcohol but with everything else whether we're talking about exercise or you know the ketogenic lifestyle what are your goals and you know our goals is to increase our health span so that we can live a longer life a more healthier life And um, that hopefully will be going into the next several years for us. And uh, we know that the decisions that we make now are going to affect us later on. So first thing, I think with alcohol, one thing that it does is it does uh, decrease your inhibition. And what that means is sometimes if you are drinking alcohol, you may eat things that you normally would not eat. Um, There's a lot of foods that uh, people snack on with uh, alcohol. You know, people talk, you know, uh, pizza, uh, chips, uh, pretzels, those type of things. And if you're trying to live a ketogenic lifestyle, you know, those things are going to take you in the wrong direction. And obviously, when you uh, eat those type of foods and your inhibition is uh, decreased, you know, it's going to... Uh, at least slow your weight loss, slow your progress towards your goals. Uh, it may even halt or take you in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the other direction. Mm-hmm. So think about, you know, if you are um, uh, going to drink alcohol, you know, how's it going to affect your inhibition? Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is, you know, if you do drink, you know, what you want to do is not have um, the alcohol, a sugar-based one. Uh, usually males, it's recommended no more than two drinks. Uh, females at one drink. And, you know, that goes back to inhibition as well, too. If you're somebody who is uh, in the past used to drinking more, you know, are you? do you know that you can stop at the recommended two for males, one for females? You know, and that's another thing that alcohol may take you in the wrong direction. Now, some of the things that, you know, if you are going to drink that is not sugar-based, it does have uh, less carbs, you know, uh, champagne, uh, sparkling wine, uh, dry, 
whiskey and clear liquors uh, and martinis. You know, the things that you want to avoid are things like sweet wines and mixed drinks. The mixed drinks usually have like fruit juices, uh, orange juice and things like that in it. And obviously that has a lot of sugar. So you're uh, combining the alcohol, which may cause a little bit of inhibition. You're increasing your sugars and that may even uh, lead you more towards eating the foods that you normally uh, would not eat. Where does... um like beer come in on that there's some light beers uh i don't have the brand names mm-hmm. I, I have looked those up in the past for people uh, but uh, i don't have specifically as, as far as names but usually the light beers have less carbs in them mm-hmm. so those are the ones you want to um, go for and, and you know if i can remember i'll try to put some stuff on our website mm-hmm. but you can uh, look for low carb beer and in i'm sure that you know certain brands will come up and get lists as far as you know which ones are the best uh, choices uh, number three now if you do have something called fatty liver and um, a lot of people have this and may not even know about it I think alcohol is a definite no uh, fatty liver is a sign of some metabolic uh, problems going on and uh, your body uh, detoxes the alcohol through your liver so if you don't have a well-functioning liver then Uh, I would really recommend you staying away from alcohol at least until you get this healed by doing a ketogenic uh, lifestyle. I think that there's probably, uh, I read approximately uh, 65 million people in the United States who have fatty liver. And just from experience with me as far as in the clinic and talking with people who end up do having fatty liver, they're surprised by the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one thing that um, if you have blood tests, if your uh, liver enzymes are elevated or, you know, you get an ultrasound, so you're having some abdominal pain and ends up being gallbladder or something like that, you know, they may find a, uh, that you have fatty liver. Mm-hmm. So if you do have that, make sure that you really think about whether you want to go down this path as far as with alcohol, because you've already got some damage there. And obviously the uh, alcohol is not going to help that in any way. Um, if you're in key, uh, ketosis and you're forming ketones, um, then you can't metabolize alcohol. Um, and that's going to lead to a lower alcohol uh, tolerance and a worsening hangover. So a lot of that may be due to dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. But if you are not able to metabolize alcohol and get it broken down, it's going to hang around a little bit longer. And uh, you may get drunk a little bit quicker. And then the next day, you may still have some of that alcohol in you that would normally be broken down if you had a normal liver. So you have to be careful with that as well, too. You know, if you're somebody who has uh, drank in the past and you've had a certain number of drinks and you can tolerate those really well. But, you know, it's been years, uh, several years, say, since you've been doing this and you've had a development of fatty liver. You know, you may not be able to drink what you did before. So uh, obviously you need to know uh, your overall health, I think, to make a well-informed decision. Uh, the other, the fourth thing that we want to talk about real quick here is your reward system. Now, your reward system has to do with uh, dopamine. Dopamine is the reward system. That's what we usually refer to it as. It's the same pathway as others, whether we're talking about alcohol, uh, carbohydrates, uh, gambling, uh, nicotine, um, all those um, 
hit the dopamine receptor and uh, that's kind of like a reward you feel better when you uh, take those in doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you but you feel better and you know if you know somebody who's had a nicotine uh, dependence you know they they get a a, um, they smoke a cigarette and they feel better you know it's not good for them but it's they feel better uh, so one thing that I caution people with this, uh, talking about alcohol, is, you know, again, can you stop at one to two drinks, the recommended amount? You hit that reward center, your inhibition goes down, you know, can you stop at one or two? Um, and then if you've been like a lot of people in the past, you know, whether you've been a carboholic, a sugar addict, which, you know, a lot of us have been, mm-hmm. um, you know, are you are you uh, going to chance you know changing one addiction for another? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're not taking the sugar in, but you hit it. You hit an alcohol, and it rewards to you, rewards you through the dopamine. Mm-hmm. So just be cognizant of that. Make sure that that you can um, um, be truthful with yourself about these things. Uh, number five. You know, one thing that I've read uh, with. Uh, treatment of alcohol is uh, there's uh, studies being done. I think there's a study being done in Baltimore right now as far as the treatment for the cravings of alcohol with the ketogenic diet. So they're using actually nutrition to help people decrease the uh, cravings for alcohol. And, you know, if you're doing really well in keto right now and, you know, you're getting the results that you want, you know, do you want to chance, you know, taking away that possible uh, um, additional treatment that you're doing for getting off sugar by decreasing your inhibition by drinking alcohol? Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, number six, and especially those that um, are just starting, you know, if you're losing weight, you're feeling better. You know, if you do drink alcohol, usually you're going to have a stall in your weight loss. So what we want to do is make sure that, that, you know, we have, again, our long-term goals in place. You know, if I know New Year's is coming up, and that's one reason why we wanted to do this talk, so people can have uh, the information and make an informed decision. So if you're, if you're trying to change your lifestyle and you are um, going down a road where you're seeing results, you know, um, your liver has to process the alcohol. And your fat burning is going to probably be turned off because, you know, your liver is just functioning one way or the other. So if you're going to drink the alcohol and it has to process that alcohol, then your uh, what we call your fat burning uh, may decrease or you may stall. And, um, you know, may not necessarily have to start all over again, mm-hmm. but it is going to uh, disrupt uh, your uh, plan and your goals to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's giving you some of the background as far as like what um, from a medical standpoint, the, um, the, the risk of drinking with the ketogenic life. Um, you know, again, the thing I think is important is do you, if you have liver problems like a fatty liver, you know, definitely I think you should stay away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are somebody who is prone to uh, different addictions, uh, whether that be good addictions or bad, you know, sometimes I think I'm addicted to exercise. So I want to do it every day. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's not the best thing. But, you know, you just have to be honest with yourself. 
And it's one of those things like when you first started doing keto and you're trying to get off sugar and there's a cookie or cake or whatever it is that you like, you know, you gave that up and to get the results that you want. So we don't want to go backwards on this. We want to keep going forward and have the end in mind as far as all the decisions that you make. Right. So hopefully uh, that helps. Uh, you know, New Year's is coming up and uh, we know that that's a time when a lot of people um, are going to start making resolutions. Mm -hmm. And uh, next, our next uh, talk, we're going to talk about some resolutions, uh, about the things that we want to accomplish. Um, and uh, we, we usually go and uh, spend some time, uh, you know, uh, not really predicting, but uh, writing down some of the things mm -hmm. that we want to do in the next year. We look over what we accomplished, kind of what we did this past year, did we reach our goals? Did we do the things that we wanted to do and then kind of tweak the upcoming year? What are some things that we'd like to to see for this next year, things that we'd like to do, whether it's for the our business, for relationship-wise with our kids, with um, finances, with our, you know, our church, with our faith, growing spiritually. We just try to... Um, kind of plan and look ahead on what are some things because a lot of times if you don't write it down it doesn't get done that's so, right so uh, and we aren't, aren't perfect on it and some things you know, we get a little bit over ambitious and and schedule too many things and have you know too many goals but i think it's better to over put your goals you know over what you want if you get halfway there then you know you've done better than what you would have last year possibly yeah you know, so. i think i think if you're always reaching your goals you're selling yourself a little yeah. bit short yeah because i think there's some goals that out there that maybe you don't reach but you get close yeah. and you're a lot further along than you were before right uh, one thing that it would be very nice to have everybody visit our facebook page and uh, write down some of the goals that they're having mm -hmm. um you know think about you know, where you want to be at uh, this time next year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that again next week uh, as far as um, our uh, 2020 vision. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, with with whether you're talking about, whether you're here, you know, strictly just to talk about the ketogenic lifestyle or you're starting to understand that, you know, um, there's other aspects of your life, your faith, your family, your finances that, that play a part and uh, how you feel, uh, your overall health. You know, these goals that you guys maybe go on our Facebook page and start putting some of these goals down, or if you want a private message, we'd love to see what some of your goals were because mm -hmm. it may be some things that we didn't think about. Right, and ways that we maybe can help you attain those goals because it's great to have a goal, but if you don't have a system in place or if you don't have some ways that you plan to get there, then it's just probably not going to happen. It's probably know? a wish, right? right more than then, a than a goal, right? Um, you know, we all wish certain things. Exactly. A goal is when you start writing it down and right. um, you tell other ones, other people about it. Right. You know, you have a time frame for it, mm -hmm. so you put all these things together, and then you know whether you've reached that goal. Mm -hmm. And it may be things that you need to quit doing or start doing because. Yeah. Either one. What is the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Right. Um, you know, sometimes you keep eating the same things, not exercising, putting off, doing things, and you 
are never going to reach those goals of, of being healthy and possibly losing weight or whatever the goal is for you um, if you keep doing the same things that you've always been doing. So sometimes it, and it takes some accountability sometimes to have to put your goal out there, ask for help, ask for someone to help you to remind you um, of what your goal is. And um, that helps help having an accountability partner. Now, next week, um, I'm going to challenge today here uh, on air is I, I would like for us to, to let you guys know some of your from some of our goals, okay. some of the things that we want to accomplish in the next year. But before we do that, we'd love to see some of your goals. Yes. We'd love to see, you know, um, and, and, and really there's no goal that is wrong. Um, you know, it may be need to uh, be fine-tuned a little bit because if you tell me that you want to lose weight, well, how much do you want to lose? You want to lose 10 pounds. Well, when do you want to lose that? Right. Do you want to lose it in the next year, in the next month? You know, you have to be specific about these these things because what you want to really be able to do is whatever time frame that you give yourself, you want to see, you can check that box yes, or you can check it no, mm -hmm. or you can check it not finished yet. Mm -hmm. So you can have an ongoing type thing as well too, but you need to have something in place to where you can hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I think is important for a lot of people to do is to have an accountability, a partner. Mm -hmm. You know, we have people that, you know, join our membership or join our online coaching because they need that accountability. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know, we can fine tune some things with that, uh, with that coaching. Uh, but, you know, if you have a friend who's supportive mm -hmm. and that can help you, um, uh, reach your goals and, and hold you accountable, mm -hmm. someone who in a loving way can tell you that, you know, you're not making the right decisions if mm -hmm. you want to achieve this goal. Right. You know, if you want to get out of debt, you know, but you're still going out to eat every night, you right. know, you need somebody to tell you, hey, that's not how you do it. That's right. not how you're going to get out of debt. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, positive things in finding that right person to hold yourself, to hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. And it's being wise in all areas. Um, I always like to to tell my kids, and of course we remind each other that wisdom is doing today what you'll be happy with tomorrow. Right. So making the wise decisions, whether it is with what you're eating, with where you're working out or not working out, whether it's with you know money to get out of debt, um, and those you know these are things that we you know have done and continue to do. We um, have. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it sometime. You know, we do Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. We're big Dave Ramsey fans. Well, I wasn't at first, I'll be honest. But this has been several years ago um, that we, you know, just decided we were going to do it. We're going to make a budget. We're going to have our envelopes. We're going to, and we didn't have tons of debt, but, you know, there was just like little things. Um, and we got completely out of debt by just being intentional and being wise. If we didn't have the envelope, the money in the envelope, then we didn't. We didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's amazing the freedom that you have and the, the way you feel with that weight of debt is off. The same way with body weight. Right. The way you feel, um, you know, and it's not about being um, skinny or not about being, you know, thinking that you're going to, um, I don't know, all of a sudden become a supermodel you know, or anything like that. It's about being healthy and it's about just having that, the, the weight off just mm -hmm. lifts your spirits and makes you just feel 
better. Right. And I think the, the thing that I try to tell people as well, too, and I try to remind myself, it's okay to be different. Yes. You know, if everybody else, Dave Ramsey talks about this, is, you know, if everybody else is in debt and having to pay on, you know, credit cards and things like that, you don't want to be normal. Right. Exactly. You want to be different. Yes. If you are trying to lose weight and uh, everybody at lunch at work goes to gets french fries, french and, fries and hamburgers yeah. and pizza you've got to be different yeah. and it's okay to be different yes uh, we're different in so many ways but you know at the we're at our point where we just don't care right you know we just do we have what to be accountable to the lord and to right. each other and then not to other people right so you know the decisions that you make you know, for your goals that's coming up, and again, we would love for you guys to get on our Facebook page or email us uh, your goals and things like that that you got coming up. And again, we'll talk about more of this next week uh, on our 2020 vision uh, uh, episode. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope that we can get some feedback from you mm-hmm. guys. We and love- New Year's would already will already be passed. Of course, that's coming up this week. So make wise choices, right. whether it's what you eat. With what you drink, remember what you've done. And if you've not even started, be ready to start. You don't have to wait till January 1st. You don't have to wait till Monday. This will be Sunday. Go ahead and get started. And you'll be well on your way a week into it. When right. other people will have saying they have to wait, right. you'll be well on, a way, on your way. So, so hopefully this has helped you. Um, today's verse is? Proverbs 21. And this is out of NIV. It is, wine is a mocker and beer a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. So and it's not that, again, that we go back to, we personally don't drink alcohol. Um, of course, in the past, anybody who knows Kevin knows that. When we he was have. In high school and college, he did. Um, yeah, and I have. Um, but it's not something we feel like we have to do. Not that we think it's. You know, if, if somebody wants to do it, I don't. I don't think it's wrong. Drinking and getting drunk, we I do. We do believe personally is a sin because you don't want just like gluttony is a sin. There's lots of sins, right? Um, but we just personally choose not to do it. Um, I don't see the the reason in it. But um, but just be wise if you do choose to have something. Be remind be, yourself what what is this going to do to you? And, and you know, each of us are different. Mm-hmm. And we know, uh, again, we talked about the inhibitions. Mm-hmm. We talked about, can you stop at a, a certain recommended amount? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you not eat the things that you normally wouldn't eat and while you drink alcohol? You know, if you can check all those boxes, you know, and you want to have uh, a glass of champagne New Year's Eve, you know, you know, that's you. That, right. That's your choice. But if you know that you are the type of person like me who you know, is, uh, has more of addictive personality. I just don't want to go down that road. Right. You know, why put myself in that position? That's not wise. That's not wise. So hopefully this has helped. And, uh, we uh, pray that you guys will have a great new year's and, uh, we will see you next year. Um, remember be fit and be faithful. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.